everyone, and welcome to the Daily Money Show. My name is Kent Brown, co-founder here at Granger and Brown. This is the Daily Money Show for Friday, June 20, or June, July 24th, 2020. And on this podcast, we talk about anything and everything to do with the world of money, but we educate you as well because finance, economics, investments can be extremely confusing and people just don't have time to figure those things out. That's where the show comes in. We take that confusing world, simplify it so that you feel more empowered because you become more knowledgeable. And with that knowledge, you can make better decisions with your money. Now, you can get this show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, and TuneIn Radio. Just search for The Daily Money Show. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter, where articles I talk about will be posted there, most articles. And uh, you can search for those on those different pages while you're there. Definitely like and follow us. All right, on today's episode... This is according to Yelp, of the restaurants listed on their website that are closed, more than half of them are closed permanently. Talk about that for a second. Also, a story about experiencing failure before finding success. So we'll jump into that. Let's go to the markets real quick. The S&P 500 uh, finished down today 0.62% on the day. It's down roughly 5% from its recent all-time high. The Dow finished down 0.68% on the day. It's down roughly 10% from its recent all-time high. And the NASDAQ finished down 0.94%. It's down roughly 4% from its recent all-time high. Now, quick full disclosure as far as my positions, uh, currently net long, meaning my long exposure is larger than my short exposure. Uh, Net long, I'm long um, an ETF that follows tech stocks and short a much smaller position, an ETF that follows small cap stocks. So let's jump into it for today. Uh, Right now, looking at the economy, we might look back at this period in the future at some time and as a historic time regarding how bad the economy could be right now. So, you know, we've got 30 million plus Americans collecting some form of unemployment. And as we, and now some people have gone back to work as the economy opened back up in the May, June timeframe, but we still have companies announcing layoffs. Like today, uh, Schlumberger is a, an energy company. And I'll talk about that in a second. Uh, this is from web, uh, the Website, excuse me, K-H-O-U, looks like a local affiliate in Houston, uh, titled the article from today, Schlumberger, Schlumberger, excuse me, layoffs, company cuts 21,000 jobs amid COVID-19 pandemic oil route. So Schlumberger is the world's, according to the article, the world's largest oil field services company, uh, headquarters out of Houston, Texas. Now, the think about the number of if it's 21,000 people, what about these type of salaries that are potentially getting laid off? You know, are these guys making 10 bucks an hour or are these salaries that are much higher? So, according to indeed.com, here are some of the salaries for people working at uh, Schlumberger. Uh, field engineer making roughly $75,000 a year, field technician roughly 
80,000 to 81,000, kind of right in the middle there, 80,597 per year. Uh, equipment operator, a little over $80,000 per year. Software engineer, close to 100,000 per year. Field supervisor, a little over 90,000 per year. So somebody making $80,000 a year is paid roughly 38 bucks an hour. And just think of losing that income and replacing it with unemployment. Now, unemployment with the extra 600 bucks per week can add up, depending on what state you're in, can add up to roughly 18 to 20 bucks an hour. So you're losing a $38 an hour job. And even with that extra 600 bucks per week, which it looks like Congress might be cutting or reducing, even with the extra 600 bucks per week, you're losing a $38 an hour job or replacing it with potentially 18 to 20 bucks an hour with that extra 600 bucks a week. And if that is reduced, then that's going to go even smaller. So what do you get in the end? Less consumption, right? Less spending. And then that leads to companies that bring in less revenue. And then companies that bring in less revenue uh, potentially need to cut expenses. And that's where you could see continued or more layoffs. So you know, as we as we look at this economy, we can see also stories like this one from yesterday. This is from foxbusiness.com titled Yelp finds more than half of restaurants are permanently closed. This is from yesterday. Here's a little bit from the article. 72,842 businesses are permanently shut down. An increase of 15,742 permanent closures since June 15th. Now permanent closures account for 55% of all closed businesses since March 1st, a 14% increase since June when Yelp reported 41% of temporary closures became permanent. So they reported in June, 41% became permanent. Now they're saying 55% of all their closed businesses are permanent closures. So 55%. 55%. I mean, that's that number right there, as far as restaurants, close to a little over 70, uh, or excuse me, close to 73,000. Okay, what do you, how do you replace 73,000 restaurant jobs, people looking for work? And that's as of June, what was it, as of June 15th? And so we're at the end of July. And as the virus continues to spread, potentially forcing local governments to add more restrictions, how many more businesses that are closed or will close become permanent and not just temporary? And so with with lack of jobs or lack, the lack of certainty, you can also get situations like this. Look at this. This is CNBC from today. Nearly 25% of all loans, credit cards, and mortgages are in financial hardship programs. This is from the article. As of June, 24.6% of all consumer credit products, including credit cards, mortgages, auto loans, and personal loans, are in some type of financial hardship program. Almost 25%. Now, to be fair, it does talk about how things are holding together, at least for the moment. Here's from the article. We are early in this pandemic... Comos says the actions lenders have taken and that consumers have had the opportunity to take advantage of have kept delinquency in check and have still maintained an overall healthy credit market, at least as of right now. So 
potential problem, okay, as of right now, how much longer can it be maintained that we, the most important thing is people need jobs, right? People need jobs. And if companies are still laying people off, that could create a problem. Um, so we might, we might be at the beginning of what could be a multi-year economic hardship type event. And we'll see how this unfolds as we continue to go along. But let's, let's end the day. Let's do this. Let's end the day on a more positive note, maybe a little motivation. Uh, and right now, I mean, right now there's, there might be a lot of people who are feeling down or, or lost or just motivationally beaten up, right? For example, if a father or a mother of a family whose company just announced layoffs, if they're a part of that group to be laid off, that can bring fear, uncertainty, and stress. And life, I mean, life can punch us in the face pretty hard sometimes. Even hard enough, hard enough to knock us down, but we can't give up, all right? Keep trying. We've got to keep creating figure out what talents we have, sharpening those talents, sharing them with, uh, with others, uh, working hard, right? Here's a, here's a story of failure, this, which later turned into success. This is from CNBC. It's from June 10th, so last month. But listen to this, uh, titled iPod Inventor Tony Fidel. Quote, I literally had a decade of failure. So here's this guy, Tony Fidel, who, if you didn't know this, came up with the initial concept for the iPod and co-created the iPhone, right? That little thing inside your pocket. Well, at least inside a lot of people's pockets. Uh, So here's someone who struggled to find success for 10 years before, I guess you could say, making it big. Here's from the article. So I literally had a decade of failure, Fidel said, Reflecting on his early years in the technology industry in the 90s, here's another quote, to go through a decade of this gut-wrenching failure and people say, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, it hurt. So Tony eventually started his own consumer electronics company in the 90s. And at one point he had pitched 80 venture capitalists to raise money, and all 80 of, them, 80 of them said no. And if you don't know what a venture capitalist is, think of the TV show from, it's on CNBC, Shark Tank. You might have heard of Shark Tank, right? You pitch your idea or your company uh, to people who have money because you're looking for money, all right? So he experiences, Tony Fidel experiences failure, but then he finds success, um, This is from the article. After Fuse, that was his company, failed to get funding, Fidel joined Apple in 2001 as a consultant, coming up with the initial concept for the iPod, and was then hired to head up its development. He also co-created the iPhone and was advisor to the late Apple CEO Steve Jobs from 2008 to 2010. And then this guy, Tony, creates... The Nest thermostat, I don't know if any of you have that in your house, the Nest thermostat. Um, so here's this person who says to go through a decade of gut-wrenching failure and for people to say, no, you're wrong, no, you're wrong, 
And then he co-create or he has the initial concept for the iPod and co-creates the iPhone. So whatever situation we find ourselves in, right, if we're struggling or maybe you know someone who is struggling, keep your head up, tell them to keep their head up, right? Keep pushing forward. Don't quit no matter how difficult the situation becomes. Keep moving forward. If we get knocked down, you get back up and try again. If we fail, try again. Fail, try again. Fail, try again. Rinse, repeat. Rinse, repeat. Right? We got to keep moving forward. That's all we've got for today. Have an awesome weekend. We will talk to you again on Tuesday. And as always, bad debt equals lots of regret. Bye now. All information and materials discussed on this podcast are for educational purposes only. Opinions expressed on this podcast are based on information considered reliable, but Granger and Brown cannot guarantee the accuracy of the information, nor should it be relied upon. The host is an active trader who may be invested in securities or investments discussed on this program in which he may take long or short positions. Also, the host's trading may be short-term in nature, and positions disclosed should not be taken as investment advice nor recommendation to buy or sell any securities or investments. The information discussed on this podcast should not be used as a recommendation to buy or sell any securities or investments or taken as investment advice. There could be real risk of loss by following any opinions or investment strategy discussed on this podcast as prices regarding securities or investments may rise or fall dramatically depending on the market environment. Current or past performance is no guarantee of future results. Investments or securities discussed on this podcast may not be suitable for any individual's situation. Individuals should seek advice from a licensed investment professional or professionals regarding their own personal investment situation, time horizon, or needs. Returns and information in this podcast are estimates only and might not be exact. There are risks when investing in real estate, including liquidity risk, in which the sale of your real estate purchase could take a prolonged amount of time. Also, if you choose to sell your real estate purchase, you might have to sell it for less than what you originally paid. There are also risks and possible tax consequences associated with investing in real estate inside an IRA. Granger and Brown Investments is not a registered investment advisor or broker-dealer. Granger and Brown Investments is not an accounting firm and does not give tax advice regarding any security or any real estate transaction. You may want to consult with an accountant, attorney, real estate agent, or financial advisor before proceeding with any transaction regarding securities or real estate.